This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Are you experiencing writer's block or run into some sort of a creative wall? I get it. Okay, it happens to me every single year. And I I mean, I split up my year kind of in, in little seasons, right? Like at the beginning of the year is when I create, the middle of the year is when I execute, and the end of the year is when I release. And that paradigm was probably cool 10 years ago, but today with so much content being produced, like how are you supposed to focus on the big projects if you're constantly just, you know, constantly distracted with having to keep up with the little things that, you know, to stay on top of people's minds. Like it's always something. It's like you can't just release, hang out for a year or two until your next thing comes out. You've got to constantly be creating and releasing. What a pain in the ass. Gary Vee's like, you got to post 3,000 times a day. Well, how the hell am I supposed to do that and like focus on the big picture? You know what I mean? Like he's like, post your progress. Well, that's super boring for people to watch multiple times a day. I don't want to release work just to release it. Like I want it to be of some sort of quality, right? So my trick for that is to re-release old work. You're like, what? That's right. But you're thinking my audience has seen this stuff before or heard this stuff before, but maybe not, right? Your audience is growing every day. So perhaps the new members of your audience are not familiar with your old content. And for the people that have seen it, it's a chance to dazzle them again with some of your best work. When you watch a movie for the first time, it's enjoyable, but you miss some things, right? You watch it again two years later and your perspective is completely different. It's like, oh my God, I didn't see that the first time. An extreme example of this is I grew up watching a show called Malcolm in the Middle. And I loved it because it was about boys of my own age getting into some mischief, right? Now I watch it again 25 years later with my own kids and I see it through the perspective of the parents, right? It's a completely new lens. And now that I'm watching it again, the parents are way better in the show than the kids were. (laughs) So it's, I don't know, the, the show didn't change, but my perspective as an audience member has. And even over a couple years, your audience members' lives have changed. Like it's, they could reintroduce them to something that you created before, and it might, and they might be looking at it through a different lens as well. Another example of this happened last year on TikTok. A year prior, I had released some videos that got decent exposure, but nothing huge. And then I re-released them back to back a year later with current songs, and within a week, I had like seventy-five thousand new followers. And the two videos got combined like ten million views or something like that. That's way more than the first time it was released (laughs) so now when i'm distracted with the bigger project and i need something small to release in the interim i just post something old with a new twist on it like i use throwback thursdays as an excuse to repurpose content that may not have been you know may not have the right runway it deserved when i first released it this concept has worked so well for me that i'm thinking of re-releasing old music like huge rock bands have done this already if you've probably seen like y2k versions or digitally remastered versions of classic songs or albums like TikTok is probably the reason Simple Plan started touring again. Like everyone on the planet used their song "I'm Just a Kid" to show old videos of themselves. You've seen people do that. I'm just a kid, and it's you know it was a popular trend two years ago. But it started. But most of the people using that sound probably they they were like in diapers when that band was in their heyday, right? <laughs> and so now it's prompted them to hey let's uh, let's dust off the old guitars and maybe get back out in the road. Having old songs in current TV shows or movies can add new life to old work 
Bohemian Rhapsody was a popular song when it was first released by Queen in the 80s, but then it became infinitely more popular for a new generation when Mike Myers decided to use it in the soundtrack for Wayne's World. So popular that when Wayne's World 2 was being created, major label acts were salivating to get a spot on the soundtrack. The lead track eventually went to Alice Cooper, but it's a great way to scale a product that already exists. The moral of this whole story is that there's still life left in your old work for new audiences who haven't experienced it yet. The world is so trafficked with with content and junk. This doesn't mean stop creating new work, but use it as a way to stay relevant and consistent as you curate and develop your new projects. So long and farewell. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week, so remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.